everyone, and welcome back to another Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, here to read you guys yet another personalized magical story where you guys come up with the ideas and our magical writers, Simon and Alex, create the stories for you. First of all, I'd like to give a shout out and thank you to our newest premium members, Atticus and Sebastian from Sarasota, Florida, Emily and Frank from Oregon, Janie from Burbank, Los Angeles, brothers Daniel, Neil, and Alex from Melbourne, Australia, and Sarah Jane from Atlanta. Hi, guys! Today we have another very magical story involving a very special hat. Okay, so today's story request comes from Samuel. And Samuel loves his grandpa and grandma very much. And he wanted a story that had them in it and also involved a magical bowler hat that belongs to his granddad. Well, this sounds like such a precious story idea, Samuel. Thank you so much. Are you guys ready? Let's go. As much as Samuel loved his Nana and Grandpa, he was a little nervous about staying with them for a whole week. Would they make him go to bed earlier? Would he have to eat weird food? Would they have strange rules that he didn't know about and wouldn't understand? So, for Samuel, much of the car journey over to his grandparents was a strange mix of worry and excitement. He found himself clutching his favorite yellow toy car tightly in his fist. After all, he loved his grandparents dearly, and when they visited his house, it was always nothing but fun. When they arrived, Samuel's Nana and Grandpa were already stood on the porch step, waving. They looked just as excited to see him as he did to see them and they were all soon bundled inside, where freshly baked cookies were waiting, and tea and coffee requests were being taken. Samuel himself had put down his yellow car and was slurping on a lemonade. He'd also managed to eat four of the cookies in the time it took his parents and grandparents to catch up with all the news. He was just reaching for his fifth cookie when his parents announced it was time for them to go. And so, after many hugs, followed by a long wave from the car window, Samuel realized for the first time in his life that he'd not be sleeping under the same roof as his parents that night. Right, I've got dinner to prepare, said Nana. Hope you've still got some room after all those cookies, Samuel nodded. He'd already been told they'd be having homemade hamburgers and fries, which sounded perfect. And I've got to finish the lawn. I hope to have it done before you arrived, said Grandpa. Why don't you go and watch TV, Samuel? Nana and Grandpa's TV was quite old, and he couldn't find any of his favorite shows on it. So he ended up watching a short film about a sheepdog. It was okay, but it wasn't what he would have chosen. Is this what it's going to be like for the whole week? He thought. Would his Nana and Grandpa always be busy doing something else, and he'd have to sit in front of the TV watching odd shows? It wasn't the most exciting prospect. Once again, he clutched his little yellow car tightly as he wore it. 
How are you doing, Samuel? said Grandpa suddenly. Samuel hadn't heard him come in. Ready to do something? Samuel nodded enthusiastically. Good, good. I think your Nana's just about set too. I'm coming, I'm coming, she said, wiping her hands on a cloth. So, what are we going to play? Any ideas, Samuel? This was a tricky question. Were his grandparents too old for soccer? What board games did they have? Did they even own a game console? Um, how about hide and seek? he suggested. Great idea, said Grandpa. How about you and Nana go and hide first and I'll come and find you? So, with a gleeful shout, Nana and Samuel raced off in the opposite direction to hide, with Samuel still clutching his beloved yellow car. Samuel swiftly stumbled upon a spare bedroom with a large window. He pulled it open and could see a perfect Samuel-sized hole he could squeeze into beside an old chest and a set of drawers. He didn't close the wardrobe door completely. He wanted just enough light so that he could still see. The brilliance of his hiding places made him giggle. As his ears strained for sounds of his searching grandpa, his eyes strayed around the space he was in. There wasn't much to see other than a bowler hat sat on top of the chest beside him. Samuel had never worn a bowler hat before and the urge to do so was now irresistible. He popped it on his head, and instantly he felt like he was dropping like a stone. The strange sensation only lasted a moment, but when it was over, he realized that the chest beside him had disappeared, replaced by a battered old suitcase. That's weird, said Samuel out loud. There was also the sound of music playing, which most certainly wasn't there before either. He pulled back the closet door to reveal a very different bedroom. It no longer looked like a spare bedroom. This bedroom definitely belonged to someone. There were posters on the wall and plastic metal soldiers lined up on the shelf. And most telling of all, there was a boy lying on the bed reading a comic and he was wearing a bowler hat. Uh, hi said the boy on the bed. What are you doing in my bedroom? Samuel wasn't sure what to say. Ah, uh, he began playing hide and seek. Wow, said the boy on the bed. You must be really good at that because nobody's going to find you in somebody else's house. What's that in your hand? This, said Samuel, holding his yellow car out towards the boy. It's my favorite. The boy took the car carefully. Whoa, that looks great. I've got some toy cars. Do you want to see them? He pulled out a box from under his bed, full of cars and planes and boats, and even a rocket or two. For the next hour, the pair of them played with them all, laughing and giggling the whole time. Funny that you've got a hat just like mine, said the boy eventually. This, said Samuel, reaching up and touching the hat. Oh, it's not mine. I think it's my grandpa's. He took it off and inspected it. Inside the rim, written in pen, was the name Jonathan. No way, said the boy softly, and removed his hat. Inside, in exactly the same place, was exactly the same name, Jonathan. 
How can we both be wearing the exact same hat? Samuel asked. Where did you get yours? asked the boy, his voice still full of wonder. In the closet, said Samuel, pointing. Except the closet was different when I put it on. In fact, the whole room was different. Weird, said the boy, and put his bowler hat back on. Samuel did the same, but as soon as the hat touched his head, he felt the falling sensation again, and the room changed. There were no posters on the wall, no toy soldiers on the shelf, no cars spread out across the floor, and he was the only boy. Samuel couldn't make sense of what had just happened, but he didn't have long to think about it, because just then the door opened and his grandpa walked in. Oh, found you, <laughs> began his granddad, but his voice trailed off. He stood there for a moment, looking at Samuel in the bowler hat. Well, I never. I'd started to think I'd dreamt it. Samuel then watched as his grandpa opened up the wardrobe and dragged the chest forward. Opening it up, Samuel could see that it was full of old toys, such as metal and plastic soldiers and lots of toy cars. I used to love playing with these, said Samuel's granddad. Then he reached into the chest and pulled out a little yellow racing car. Here, Samuel, I think this one belongs to you. Wide-eyed, Samuel took the car just as he noticed some writing on the chest. It said, Jonathan's Toys. His grandpa smiled at him gently. If you like, Samuel, you can keep the hat. The end.